0: Hey, internet people, I am Renee, and this is Madness! Conversations during COVID lockdown. Our world has become a very different place. Some want things back the way they were. For others, it's time for big change. I invite people to tell me how they feel. Rants, solutions, advice, complaints. This is Madness. Okay, good afternoon,
1: people out there on the internet. This is Renee, and today I am speaking with Laura. And Laura and I are going to have a discussion about horror movies, in particular, a very tiny genre of female kick-ass horror movies. So, um, Laura... You want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: I'm Laura from Kentucky, and I'm a horror fan. <laughs> All right. Especially when where the woman kicks <laughs> ass.
1: Absolutely. It's about freaking time, right?
2: Oh It's about time, yeah. 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 But my favorite was the hunt. I really okay. liked that.
1: I'm glad you liked it. I have to say that I had to talk Laura into watching it. He was not interested in nope. any way, shape, or form, none so, whatsoever. So you know, I'm like.
2: I'm a bleeding heart liberal, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to be the bad guy. But I don't <laughs> understood why everybody did what they did, especially dropping those um conspiracy theories, I guess yeah. you'd call them. Yeah. Uh, to be nice, you right. know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. For me, it was. Um, uh, I actually watched The Haunt out of having run out of things to watch. The reason I'm doing this is because I got no place to go and nothing to do, and I'm not <laughs> healthy enough to protest. I'm stuck in the house, so everybody has something to say. I'm giving them an opportunity to say it. So
2: yeah, yeah. I totally understand about being stuck in the house. I feel like I'm in prison now eating prison food because I work (laughs) at home. (laughs) There's nothing good at the grocery stores to buy. Is that right? It's like, I guess I'm in prison. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I spent my Saturday uh, back to back. It was, um, it was, you're next, ready or not, and then the hunt. Yes. It was. Yeah, I I had nothing better to do, so. But I had seen Ready or Not first, and I really liked that movie because I love some. I guess uh, Samara, Samara Uh Lee, I Um, love her, and I loved her in Mayhem. She was awesome in Mayhem. That was another one that we should have added to it, but it wasn't just a woman.
1: Yeah, but and that's a little different too. That's more of a that's more of a zombie infected movie. So this is sort of a different genre. Yeah, At least in my book, I guess I I break stuff down into subgenres, but genres, subgenres. But that is unfortunately the effect of going to film school. So yeah. you have to you have to forgive my um, what would you call it pretentiousness of films. But I was a cinephile, which you do know, long before I went to film school. Oh
2: yeah. So you time. and
1: I, right? You uh, and I yeah. were always. But Watching just, the crappiest right.
2: movies we could find. <laughs> I'm not just
1: them, but good, good. Um, you're the one who turned me on to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Um, uh, when he first started, even before he was directing, True Romance and um, oh, what was it, yeah. Reservoir Dogs? Right, True so, Romance
2: was just that's my love story. I love that movie. Yeah, I, I, So
1: I mean, it, and this is when well. we were. Right. This is when we were in high school. So yeah. So we've been. I've been cinephiles even before <laughs> I went to film school. So I mean, I went to school uh, in my thirties, but I I still went there probably with more knowledge than most of the other people I was in film school with. So you know, um, been a cinephile my whole life. You know, I think right. I saw what was it? Cool Hand Luke. I saw Cool Hand Luke at the age of five, and that. Is what made me a cinephile. That's what made me realize the power of movies, the power to affect the storytelling, the idea of storytelling, um, all that a movie could do. And so at five, I knew that movie was special. And then find, come to find out later, I guess it won Best Picture for that year. It was nominated for yeah, a bunch of awards. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and even now, like, if you ask my mother, my mother would say, Cool Hand Luke is on, even if it's on where there's going to be 100 commercials, where they will stop whatever she's doing and watch it. Which
2: is true. Well, so. that's the way it, it is with The First Godfather. I, I saw that when I was seven. And okay. It's funny because my parents were already divorced. And my dad took my mom and I to go see that. <laughs> 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 but hey, that, that, that at was, least you got to see it at the show
0: yeah that,
2: that was that was my uh beginning of uh being a cinephile. that that after that yeah. I just you know, yeah, but I my was always poor, you know um what did we we saw the omen when I was like eight or nine in the theater, and my mom oh, yeah. i after that I slept like a baby, and my mom couldn't sleep for two weeks, and I'm oh like, yeah why'd she take me to go see that <laughs> <laughs> dude. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, my, my excursion into horror was not quite as pleasant. So, um, God, I'm not giving away your age and we're different ages anyway. So, um, I'm an old lady, but, uh, I grew up, uh, in the seventies and, um, you, when my mother Dang wanted you. the house, right? Well, no, and no, when my mother, oh, my yeah. mother wanted the house. She gave us 20 bucks and said, go. You know, and living in Chicago, there's a movie theater called the McVickers. And mm-hmm. at the McVickers, it was either three kung fu movies or three horror movies for a dollar seventy-five. Yep. So with twenty bucks, you could go across the street and get Garrett's popcorn. You could sneak the Garrett's popcorn in and watch three horror movies or three kung fu movies. Only thing yep. is, I didn't like horror movies. But did the problem you, was, get, I didn't have a choice. My but sister. Did
2: get, but did you get the the cheddar cheese and caramel mix at Garrett's? Did you get the milk? Of course,
1: you have to get okay. the Chicago mix. If you live in Chicago, if you're born in Chicago, you <laughs> Chicago get the Chicago mix. Yeah, anybody who gets,
2: sure.
1: now anybody who gets just caramel or just, or just cheese were not yeah. born here.
2: No. That's, that's how you know somebody
1: was born here or not. Seriously, I'm telling you, especially with all these transplants. There are too many Chicago transplants. But. <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah, we all, there was a mass exodus we left in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I know, right, and all these
1: chance fans clients. And that's how you know if you see somebody eating Garrett, and for one, if their fingers aren't greasy, right, then they waited thing. till they got home, right. Your fingers need to be greasy and orange, right, and the Garrett doesn't make it all the way home. You're no, eating it, it on the bus, did. right. You're eating it waiting for the bus, right, so –
2: yeah. Or, or you're trying, or you're eating it while you're going to work and you put your hands around the bag and you just put your face in it so you don't get greasy hands. <laughs> so oh gee, anymore. you were
1: better than me now. I took the, when, when you left, Garrett's had like a napkin dispenser, you know, they used to have, but they stopped because I think people took too many, a hundred napkins because you know there was those little really thin, folded oh, ones. Yes.
2: So you grab like a hundred
1: and put them in your pocket, right? Exactly. And then, right. So you'd be eating at the bus stop, and you take out five or six napkins, wipe off your hands, and and, and pay the bus fare, and then you sit back down and you go, "Yeah, I'm not gonna eat this till I get home." And while you're sitting there,
2: like five minutes later, right? You're digging. Ah, you're digging yeah. in it again, right? And then your <laughs> stop is coming up. So then you got to pull out some more napkins and clean off your fingers. You got to pull out your
1: keys. You know, you don't want your
2: keys and everything
1: all greasy. And so, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, see, I didn't have to. I didn't. Mom didn't kick me out of the house to see movies. I ended up working at the movie theater, the theaters for years. I know. And, and then I, and then when I moved to Kentucky. I was upset I had to pay for movies. Stop going well, the
1: let me tell you something. When you moved to Kentucky, uh, I was upset that you that you moved and I had to pay for movies because I'd gone so long without paying for movies.
2: But my niece,
1: my niece flipped out. I kid you not. She's like, we have to pay. And she was like, how much?
2: What? How much are you now? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how, exactly. Wait,
1: and how long have you been in Kentucky now?
2: Oh twenty uh twenty three years. Right.
1: Almost twenty four years, yeah. Right. So it's like twenty to twenty five dollars to see a movie now, right? Uh-huh. So yeah. I can't even remember what it was when my niece was tripping, right?
2: Well that, well down here with the cost of living much, much lower than it is up north or in a metropolitan area. It's still nine eleven dollars to see a movie, and then they want to charge you six seven dollars for a little small thing of popcorn. Not, yeah, no. Oh, believe
1: nine eleven dollars was what it was before you even left. I you know. Weren't, when you when I you know. left, I think we started playing twelve to fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. Here,
2: right? Oh yeah. So oh, yeah.
1: I've never been paid nine or eleven dollars. I went from Mexvickers a dollar seventy five. To like 15 bucks. <laughs> and
2: I was right, like, it was like, no! Yeah, that's fucked up. But no! and, you know, my, my poor kids suffered. They were like, you can only go see a movie twice a year. And they're like, what? A guy. I ain't paying for that. It'll be exactly. on a <laughs> So fuck it. You can watch it, you know. So, well, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: so all of that has changed. And there, um, y- you are able to watch movies at home. Which, um, yes. which yes kind of worked out well for me, especially since you moved, because I do find myself, regardless of the group of friends <laughs> that I'm with, never going to see a movie I want to see, which yeah. I really hate. Yeah. I hate paying to yeah. paying for a movie that um, I don't want to see. And uh, I do that a lot. So, and every once in a while, I make someone go see a movie with me that I want to see Um but usually they end up bailing on me. So, yeah. like the last the last person I got to go see a movie that I wanted to see was a friend of mine who is a um, uh, Marvel's universe person, and I've probably seen more Marvel movies than um, than a human <laughs> being could should see. And they've all become one big movie. Like he wants to talk to talk to me about them, and I I don't know what he's talking about, and I'm like, wait, wasn't that in a different movie? Wasn't that an Avengers movie? He's like, No, that was the that was the Captain America. I said, I saw a Captain America movie
2: (laughs) He's like, Yeah, we saw (laughs) We saw Captain America Civil Civil War I go, Oh Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So but when um when Aquaman came out, the its own movie So uh, you know, Jason Momoa. Me and him have been, you know, having this secret love affair in my head.
2: (laughs) Well my son my son Ryan took me to go see that, and we sat down. and He says, "If I hear you moan once, I'm walking out." <laughs> he says, you're gonna hear the whole theater moan. What are you talking about? She goes, "No sighs, no moans, no gasps." And I said, "Well, then I think you need to move, boy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you need to sit someplace like no. Hey, I did the
1: I did the same thing. I warned my my friend, who was actually very polite about it, because he is a um. He's a Facebook addict, so he has his phone on when we're in the theater, and even Ooh. though I'm in a movie, and it do not vibrate, but it still vibrates and lights up, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still on, and oh, he's yeah. sitting right next to me, and even though I go to these movies that I don't want to see, and I don't know what the fuck is going on, um, his phone lights up, and he's checking the phone, and I'm like, dude,
2: I'm here because you want to
1: watch this. I'm like, if you're not gonna watch this, we could go. I'm like, if you turn off the phone. So, I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I do make him turn off the phone, even though they're movies I don't want to see. But I did warn him that, um, you know, if there was some, any, you know, like you say, reaction to, uh, Jason Momoa, there's not much I could do about that. The thing was, but see, this is,
2: yeah, but this is Chicago.
1: <laughs> So there were people way worse than me. Like, you couldn't even hear me. Because the other women, like, when you came up out of the water, there was just, uh, there was a, ah! Uh, there was a, you know, and a couple like,
2: damn! You know, and, uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, That's like what, when we, we saw Reanimator, and I think it was that United Artists. It could have been uh, United Artists or whatever. And, yeah. uh, we're probably, me and my uh, ex husband were probably the only white people there. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, he goes, just put your feet up for the racks. And I'm like, okay, and he goes, it's going to get loud in here. And it's like, yeah. okay. And yep. like, you know, they're all yelling at the screen. Go, oh, why are you going that way? Don't do that. No. Yep. She's right behind you. <laughs> oh, no. uh, it's not the best way to watch a fucking movie. I'm sorry, but it's, that's the best way. It is. Particularly a horror
1: <laughs> movie and particularly a, oh, yes. a bad horror movie.
2: Exactly. So, like in, Friday the 13th, you know. I think he right. and I would just one
1: of those i think we did we probably did yeah i'm sure we did because that was that was from for me friday the 13th was what from six from sixth grade all the way to like 22 right yeah yeah yeah
2: because
1: there was 10 and then there was the new nightmare and then there was nightmare and well no freddie and freddie versus jason so yeah, it was. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there was a lot of them too. Yeah, and I've seen most of them in the theater. And yeah, those are movies you definitely have to see. While I recognize it as a stereotype, and while it isn't always just black people, um, if you're going to see a bad horror movie in the theater. It's best to see it with a bunch of black people because yeah, they or, make it far more entertaining. I I'd or, have to say.
2: Or you go to the early show on Friday night here in uh Butfuck, Kentucky uh-huh. and we went to go see um Drag Me to Hell. And we oh, saw I love I one. I'm sorry god. Uh, uh, and we saw with a bunch of uh preteens and teenagers, you know, like okay. 13 Right. Oh my god. I and he was so pissed off because they're screaming and like, don't do that, don't! And I'm loving it. And I'm like sitting there with my popcorn. And Mike's like, why do you like this so much? I go, this is like being in Chicago. Chicago right. Right. Things. Cause Mike was from the suburbs. Right. Cause Mike was exactly. in the suburbs. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. So we used to go to,
1: we used to go to the horror, um, there was a, uh, a horror fest. I I don't remember if it was the night before Halloween or the night of Halloween, but at midnight, you'd go down to what's now the Chicago theater where they put on like real shows, you know, but you know, all the. All the they were live theater they were all live theaters and then in the seventies they turned them all into movie theaters. So right, we right. got on well, well, there. Well,
2: when the company I worked for took them over. When
1: the company you worked for took them over, absolutely. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. And so they
1: did a horror fest, and it was six horror yeah, movies that started at midnight. You know. Right. And so yeah. we would go down there and there were three, there'd be three good horror movies and three like really, really bad horror exactly. movies. Like you never heard of horror movies. <laughs> right? yeah. But they played them like good one, bad one, good one, bad yeah. one. Right. So you couldn't like sleep through the bad ones or leave through the bad ones. Like you had to sit through the bad ones to watch the good ones. Right. Remember so when we
2: went to see Dead Alive. Remember yeah. Dead Alive? Yeah, yes. the part, the best part of the movie was when the priest jumped on the uh, tombstone with the lawnmower. And said, yeah, I I started and
1: lawnmowing. It. Well, no, I mean I you should.
2: He goes, "I kick ass for the Lord," and I just that was like the. And you know who did that movie it was Peter Jackson. Yes,
1: uh, yeah. And you can tell, because it was a Kiwi movie, and he's big. With, uh, he's big with uh, the Kiwis and doing, and filming his stuff over there. Although he's. He's done he a, a couple he movies is? in South Africa, too, but he's been with Kiwi.
2: I think he is from New, New Zealand, though. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think he is from New Zealand. But All right. Anyway, let's go back to The Hunt. What were your thoughts on that one? I mean, I know why I liked it. Okay. Because, you know, because, I mean, now, spoiler alert, the one chick who she thought well, she was somebody she thought she was, or how can I explain it? I think it, it was a it was a case of... of
1: mistaken identity. So the the woman who ends up surviving and and kicking everybody's ass at the end,
2: yeah,
1: um, right, they thought was a stupid Trump supporting, um, you know, uh, vaccination denying. Um, the biggest stereotype of you can make of the far yeah. right as possible. Dumb, country right. hit, uh, doing things not in their best interest, but they actually got the wrong person to bring into the hunt. So the person wasn't all of that. Uh, so in the end, yes, uh, she took them all down, uh, and I don't even remember if she said she was a Republican or a Democrat. She just said she wasn't. She, she wasn't the person that they thought she was. She,
2: she wasn't that Crystal. She goes, "Oh, you mean Crystal with an E or without?" Right. And and then uh, and then Hillary Swank's character just kind of looked a little dumbfounded, and, right. and she goes, "Well, your mother and father are dead because the mess," and blah blah blah. And she's like, "Well, you know, you want to call my mom? She's still alive." I'm like, right. "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> And then the guy that they had, the best part well, one of the best parts, the guy that was um, you know, advising them and everything, he he was in the like the National Guard. And right. Said, yeah, I did like two tours in Afghanistan Right. Like, he was exactly <laughs>
1: right, the opposite of what they
2: right, of the, what
1: they wanted uh, uh, uh exactly what they were killing those people for. Um, exactly. They had employed somebody like that, right. So but for me, I mean, I, I liked it because for me it was, um, it was still a spoof. I mean, it wasn't, it, and, and maybe, and maybe this is debatable. It wasn't a real slasher movie. It was a spoof of the earlier two movies, at least as far as I'm concerned. Um, which is why I say I need, I'm glad that I watched them in the order that I saw them in. Otherwise, I'm not sure I would have liked them. So like, uh, you're next. They didn't really have a preview for the movie. Like, it was one of those previews where the things flashed so quickly. You couldn't really tell what was going on. The poster was just like the mask of that wolf, you know, and it just said, you're next. Like, you didn't know going in what was going to happen, right? And then it started out, this rich family had come together, gone out into a house in the country because they're always out in the house in the country. So you can't (laughs) get any police, you know what I mean? You can't get any help. You're on your own, Right. So they go out to the house in the country and then somebody starts picking them off and then somebody decides they're going to take out, um, one of the family members' girlfriends. But they don't know that the family member's girlfriend is a, is a Survival. daughter of a survivalist. Survival. Right.
2: Survival. Right. And she
1: sets up traps and she starts fucking <laughs> them up and then come to find out that it was one of the family members because they were, um, because they sure. were trying to get sure. all the inheritance. Right. right. So they wanted all the inheritance. Right. Yeah. So well, the thing is, is that in those situations, and even though, and, and, and you could almost, except it wasn't a slasher, it was more of a murder mystery, you could almost, uh, add Knives Out to that. Did you see Knives Out?
2: Yeah, I saw Knives Out. Okay.
1: Yeah. So while yeah. Knives Out wasn't a horror movie, it was still more of a, the, the, the thing that made the, 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 the hunt more of a spoof is because in those movies it's always a rich family and rich families are generally conservative you know what i mean yes so so yes in the so in the first movie it was a rich family and even though she was an outsider a little bit they didn't know she came from a survivalist i mean i don't think they gave her a hard time about being an outsider i think they just they all hated each other they all gave each other a hard time and you know, they, they the one who wanted all the money just started killing everybody. But it, in. It's a
2: typical American family. American right. American, family. <laughs> American rich family, right. Uh, right. It's a fun- back into functional, come on. <laughs> right.
1: Except the difference is normally the woman would have survived because of something weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like she'd have been staying with whoever was the bravest. And then well, the man who was the bravest would like, like give his life so that she could survive. Right? So that's yeah. how, like, that's how, like, so, the Jason goes and the, and the, um, Freddys go and most yeah. of the horror movies, House on the Hill, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. no, she survived because she killed every motherfucking body.
2: And the knife in the head of her boyfriend was just, uh, yeah, that was just. Icing on the cake. Absolutely right. So, so yeah, so, yeah they, these
1: weren't these weren't women who survived these horrible incidents. Uh, uh, these horrible incidents. These were women who kicked ass yeah, exactly. for, these, for these incidents. So that's that's something that you don't that you well at least in American films you don't see uh, in that no, situation. you see
2: that a lot in, in French movies. You see that I a don't lot that, in French. I don't even know it a
1: lot. In French horror movies, too, though, I would say a lot of times the women are monsters. And I think that's a <laughs> different genre. No, seriously, they're like, no, they're right, werewolves right. or witches or, you know, things like that. What, what's
2: that? There's, there's that one. Um, it came out in, I think, 2008 or
1: 2009. high, it, it, some high
2: tension? High tension. That yeah. one was excellent.
1: That was excellent. So yeah,
2: that one was good. I like that.
1: That one was really good. But the twist was is that she was not just she was not just trying to protect the family from the murderer. She was the killer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, that was <laughs> that was, that was the twist, right? So
2: she had a. <laughs>
1: Second personality, and, you know, if anybody doesn't seem high tension, right? Again, these are spoilers. I'm, spoilers? There's, there's gonna yeah, be a no, spoiler no, alert no. at the beginning. <laughs> so, um you know, these two best friends go to their, go to one of the best friends' family house in the house, country. country. <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: That's a universal thing. That's you know a mean? universal thing. <laughs> right. So,
1: that's, that's where it always has to go. Otherwise, you can just call the cops, right? So,
2: all right, You can't. You imagine that happening right. in Lincoln Park? Exactly. <laughs> the neighbors will be calling your shots fired over there. Right. And, you know, Exactly. Like, We're gonna yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You don't look like you belong in this neighborhood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah. So yeah. No. High tension. High tension was good, but the but the twist was is that you know the one who was trying to save her friend was also the one who was killing everybody. <laughs> So, right. So that's not, I mean, that's, it's, it's, I guess you could call it the beginning of the genre, sort of, of the woman kicking ass, except she was both the savior and the killer. So I don't know where that puts her. But, See, um, there's
2: a, couple, there's a couple Australian movies I want to watch, but I haven't watched. They're like, um, where the woman is, uh, um, you know, survivalist type. There's there's mm. a couple of them, man. I, I they've been on Netflix. I just don't know the names of them. Okay, no but I Where have, they, I, have I, I, I haven't been I I haven't really been bored enough.
1: to <laughs> like watch them. Um, I know. I, as long as we've been uh, as long as we've been <laughs> trapped in the house, there's still stuff we won't watch. Which is <laughs> hard to believe. I know. Me yeah. too. it's <laughs> hard to believe. But um, I don't know if they were made before or after your next. But then, your next. If I hadn't watched your next, I wouldn't have watched. What is it? Ready or not? Or are you ready? What's it called?
2: It's called Ready or Not.
1: Ready or Not. Okay. Yeah. So Ready or Not, while it's sort of the same thing, except uh, the uh, basically the woman has to survive. The woman uh, has to has to play a game. And if she loses the game, they have to kill her before the sun rises the next day. Otherwise, the family will lose its riches because they got yeah, it, a, they no, got if, the
2: riches. If, what happens is if they don't kill her by the end by the end of the night and daylight comes, it eradicates the whole family. The whole family gets eradicated. Remember? Eradicates yeah, but it.
1: but I don't think
2: I don't.
1: Uh, I don't think they I don't think they knew that they were gonna be eradicated. I think they just thought they were gonna lose their fortune. Because yeah, one of their one of their ancestors like sold the family's soul to the devil or whatever. Right. And right. so and so but no, there was a game that had to be played. That's why there were other wives right. there. There were siblings. Right. So the game right. had to be played first. So for right. her to have to run for a high she had to lose the game. Right. right. So yeah. she lost the game, right, and then they went after her, uh, but the thing is that it was like, it was kind of super over the top. Like the things she could do, considering that she wasn't a survivalist. You know what I mean? Like, like in your, your, um, your next, you know, there's an explanation. Her father was a survivalist. She knew how to survive this. She knew how to take care of herself. They didn't know that, but, but well, you problem, find that out.
2: The only problem about they didn't give her a backstory because it started on their wedding day. So there's right. no backstory. So you don't know if she came from poverty, she came from the streets, or she was a circus freak, or you oh, know, sure. you, you, know but, you, you know, you never got a um, right. backstory on that one. So,
1: right. But the thing but, is that so did the first one. Uh, your next started there too, but you didn't find out she was a survivalist until they tried to kill her. And right. then yeah, she she said that it wasn't really a backstory. It's just that she's like, hey, I know what to do. Y'all need to listen to me. Uh, my father was a survivalist. I can make yeah. sure that we're all okay. Right. So yeah. it wasn't even she's really a backstory. To
2: the enemy the whole time. <laughs> right,
1: right. It wasn't even it just a backstory. Up. She just let them know I think that we can get through this if we all work together. I mean she doesn't know, but like you said, she's talking to the people who are trying to kill her. But yeah, it wasn't even a backstory. It was just a uh I can do this. So, right. so right. that's what right. I said, if I had seen ready or not first, I would have been like, eh, really? So like when what's her name? Uh Brad Pitt's ex wife. Uh, uh what's her name?
2: Kaltrow.
1: No. the no, the oh, last
2: jo one. Late. Oh, Late. Oh,
1: Angelina. Yeah. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. So when she was doing Tomb Raider, right? When she was doing yeah. Tomb Raider, she was at least thirty pounds heavier than she is now. Right? So there's a Hollywood thing, I don't know if they call they call it like forties anorexia. So there, there's been this whole, you know, when women turn forty, they become anorexic, they get really skinny, kind of thing. So I believed the thing she was doing when she was in Tomb Raider, you know. But then oh, she yeah. did Salt. When she was Salt, she was like eighty-seven fucking pounds.
2: I know she. She yeah,
1: rolled right. She rolled off of a of a moving car onto a moving flatbed.
2: Please.
1: Yeah, she's kinda of done that. Shattered yeah. into
2: a million pieces. Right. Yeah. So well, well there was another movie like that with with um um what's his name? The guy from Shameless, um the English Shameless. They did like they were trying to train him as an assassin and she was in that one and she was skinnier than hell. Right. I mean <clears throat> it was, I, I forgot the name of that one. A no, either. but, but, but yeah. for
1: me, I know that doesn't, that doesn't have an issue that people don't have an issue with that, but I have an issue with that. Like physically, if you can't do that, then um, you need to look like you can do that. And I'm not saying you have to be Jason Mimosa or The Rock or anybody like that, but, no,
2: I know. but you know, funny.
1: you, you, you can't be 85 pounds.
2: Right right. right. right.
1: For me to be able to watch it and go, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. So, unless it's like a spoof, so like in Charlie's Angels, like the first one, like the first one I liked, then like the second one, but like in Charlie's Angels, you know, the, the girl had on a LL Cool J mask, right? She took it off and it was, she took it off and it was, uh, what you call it? So it was clearly comedy, right? So yeah. that's why I could take Ready, Ready or Not as more yeah. of a spoof, Um uh, Right. Of the other one, right, because for me, there's no reason she should have been able to to survive that night, right, other than it being a spoof of that sort of movie kind of thing, right? And then, like you said, the haunt took it to a whole nother spoofing level, you know? It was just, you know, it was stereotypical liberals who had gotten, who had trapped stereotypical... uh, conspiracy theorists conspiracy theorists, conservatives, whatever. Yeah, yeah and, whatever. Right. And and we're making them and we're hunting them, right? And so this chick- but they
2: were but they were picked for that specific reason. They were all picked. Right. I mean they were they were handpicked. It wasn't just some random people they picked off the street. Right. That's you know, that that's you know, that takes a lot of investigation and a lot of money, you know what I mean? To find all that shit out, and again, rich people acting fucking crazy so well right crazy.
0: well
1: what what you have in that movie too, is you have complacent high end um uh, uh liberals who believe that they're doing the right thing um because they have money, right, right. oh we have money, and we're liberals, and we're and and, and we know something. what's right and wrong, right, and
2: you took something away from me, so yeah, now you've gotta pay. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean that's the way I mean that's the way I took it. And right. uh and they weren't very smart, you know, and they weren't very nice people. And I and I, I, I took offense to that. <laughs> but she but that but that would be the point though. So like
1: that that whole movie was like the incident in Central Park with the dog lady and the bird watch.
2: Oh God. What oh, God. I'm
1: serious. So No, the, no, I
2: agree. You. Supposedly,
1: supposedly right. Supposedly, she gave like $20,000 to Obama's uh, campaign. She's an outspoken liberal. She believes in human rights and the rights of all people and civil rights and everything, except when it came to her own personal inconvenience, because right. she, has, she, got
2: called she out. had
1: the privilege, right, because she's gotten used to the privilege.
2: So yeah. even though she considered
1: yeah. herself a liberal, and even though she considered herself, um um she worked for a liberal company. The company that yeah. fired her, you know, they—I don't yeah. remember what they did, but yeah. So oh, yeah, they I fired mean,
2: her. And, right. and she had just adopted that dog, and the adoption agency came and got the dog. Put the dog back, right?
1: <laughs> they did, but they did give her the dog back because she You're lost good. so much, right? They did give her the dog back eventually. She lost so much; they figured she should at least have a dog you know, but, um,
2: yeah, right. But I mean, that's what, right.
1: That's what the, that's what the hunt. And I don't even know when that was written, you know, but I'm pretty sure it was written and was meant to be because, you know, everything (laughs) got pushed back. Everything got pushed back because of the coronavirus, but it was written and done before the whole, um, bird incident. And if the, if that didn't happen, the movie might not have had the same effect as it did since we've seen the bird video. Like
2: the, like the couple in, Fran- in San Francisco. Right. Telling that guy to not put a Black Lives Matter, because uh, we know that owner. And he's like, oh, really? Do you really right. know that owner? Right. And, and, he, trying, and they lost their jobs. And that's like, why do you people do this shit? I don't understand. Mind your own fucking business. Uh,
1: what I'm saying is that you get so used to privilege that even if somebody's videotaping it, you assume that your privilege is going to take precedence.
2: Because going back to the movie The Hunt. Okay, okay, in that scene in the movie in the hunt, where they were all you know they do like uh the year year before, and they show well, they put all these people that they were gonna take right, and there was one black man who was sharing the conspiracy theory, right. they' like well we if we if we take him, then we're gonna be racist, and it's like, but he's the one he he was uh Sharing the information and commenting on this information about the manor too. Oh, but we 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 you know we're liberals. We can't you know it's like right. we can't do that. That would be racist, yeah, we, right? By exactly. exactly. Yeah. right. So you know, yeah. The the whole thing was just that was a spoof on our society. <laughs> I, right. So <laughs> I, I, I've been watching the show on um, HBO Max. doing so this show called Doom Patrol. Now it's a DC comic. They're the rejects of the, the superheroes and stuff. And my cousin calls and she, you know, she's talking to me, she's like, Why are you watching these kind of shows? I said, Well, for the past what, I've been in lockdown for almost five months. I said, yeah. I I like watching people getting ripped ripped apart and beating the other person with the other half of the body. She's like, Oh my god, you need Jesus in your life and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm so pissed off now because I've been locked in my fucking house. I can't see my grandchildren because they're little bacteria kids. Right. So I, you know, <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm paying a pension because the only person I can go out with is my mother. Like, you know. So I mean, it's, it's an escape to watch these movies. Like, you oh know, yeah, by all I means, yeah. It, I watch Doom it, Patrol. It, and, and you know, my my uh, my mom and she goes, well. Did you put Sound of Music in between there or Mary Poppins? I said, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't think Mary Poppins has an ax. So, no, I didn't. Right. Like Poppins, so, <laughs> you <know>? so <clears throat> anyway, yeah, it's a horror. I think we're living in a horror movie. Seriously. With the isolation and shit. Yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's getting to me. Internet listeners, I'm afraid this episode of Madness Conversations did not end, and it has been cut off abruptly. I didn't get the opportunity to thank Laura from Kentucky and to let her know how much I enjoyed our conversation. And I hope she remembers more of it than I do. I hope you had as much fun listening to this conversation as we had making it. I've invited Laura from Kentucky back, and maybe we'll discuss books, over brandy and bourbon. I wanna thank all of my internet friends for listening. Check back and find out who I'm talking to and what they have to say. This has been Madness, Conversations During COVID Lockdown, produced and hosted by Renee. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please check out our social media on Twitter and LinkedIn and if you'd like to reach out directly, please send an email to podcasting1968 at USA.com.